Hello everyone, this is Jeffrey Harris and you're listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. For today's interview, I'm speaking to the producer of Dark Side of the Ring, Evan Husney. Uh, You've come off a very successful uh, Season 2 premiere. Uh, The ratings were fantastic and I feel like I think you guys doubled uh, what you did from the Season 1 finale. So, uh, how are you feeling right now? Uh, season 2 has just started. Uh, it's been getting a lot of attention. Uh, the social media reaction was, I mean, it was insane. So, how, is, how does that feel for you right now uh, as one of the creators? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been great. It's been uh, overwhelming, but uh, overwhelmingly positive, you know, uh, for us, just to see you know, uh, just respond to the episodes I'm getting and to see, you know, a lot of people um, finding out new information about the story. And, and, and also it's been great to see more people open up about the story and talk about it. And for me, that's just been, um, it's just been awesome to see. Uh, the Chris Benoit documentary or the Chris Benoit episode, I, I've said, and this is, not me exaggerating, this is the best wrestling theme documentary I've ever seen. And I do not oh, say wow. Thank I do you. I do not say that lightly, Evan, because I mean this is a really I mean, this is a really big story. I mean, it's not just like one of the darkest days in, in wrestling history. It's just it's a tragic human story. And um I think the way you guys did it, I mean it it's different from from uh, some of the regular episodes. It felt it felt different. Uh, I mean, you guys had two hours to really dive into all this, and uh, I I think what you did here was something very special with what you were able to tap into specifically, giving David Benoit and uh, Sandra uh, Tuffolini the chance to tell their stories because I feel like in the last thirteen years we never really got to hear their stories. And all of this. So, I guess, how important were those aspects uh, for you and Jason, Jason Eisner? Oh yeah, for 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 Jason and I, it was uh, incre- uh, it was uh, incredibly important to have Sandra and David uh, be a part of the piece. Um, you know, from the beginning, in 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 trying to tell the story, you know, we always wanted to approach it um, by telling the inner circle of the uh, um, of the people closest to Chris Benoit. That was the way we wanted to approach the story. Um, as, as, we, as, as we wanted to really get their point of view. And, and, and one of the things that we discovered while we were uh, doing the interviews and talking to the subject is we, um, we, we found that, you know, through opening up with this, that really that they were also victims in this story because they're the ones left behind that have to come to terms with this and try and process this and try and process how, you know, in, in some cases, you know, your best friend or your brother-in-law or even your father was capable of these acts. And, and that, um, to us was just really started to feel like, you know, this, this is the area in which we want to approach the story rather than, you know, bringing this all back up again, um, and approaching it from a sensationalist point of view or like an expose or anything, because I think there's a lot to look at through the lens of today, which uh, wasn't examined originally back in 2007. 
Now, in constructing the Benoit episode, did you want it to feel and and sound and look a little different from some of the up other episodes? Um. Well, I mean, I think just overall with season two, I think there's a lot that we learned from season one, and um, so I think I think there's maybe a little bit of differences throughout season two, and just how we're. You know, um, just just based on what we've learned and, and like new tricks we want to try, whether that's with um, the way we're doing reenactments or or some of those different approaches. <clears throat> um, I think we just really wanted this episode to feel as personal as possible, and 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 or I guess I should say feel as um, intimate as possible with a lot of the subjects. And so we wanted because we had two hours. You know, which is something we've never had before. We wanted people's interviews to, you know, like there's a there's a couple of sections, and even in David Benoit's story where he tells he's talking about where he found out about the news for the first time, and we really wanted people's interviews just to play out and to linger and and to you know for you to feel like you're kind of you know really on the other side of that camera with us hearing these stories for the first time. So I think that we did kind of approach it in the most intimate way we wanted to. Where some of the episodes you only have 44 minutes. You gotta you gotta bang through a lot of information in a in a, in a quick amount of time. Now, uh, some fans have also been curious. Uh, David Benoit did have a younger sister, uh, Chris Benoit's daughter, from his first marriage, uh, Megan. Um, right. Did she want to remain anonymous for this story? Um, I I don't know much about uh, her situation, but I was curious about that. And also, Chris Benoit's first wife. Do you know much about what's happened with them? Yeah, it's, it's, as far as I know, um, you know, uh, it, it was the family's wishes for them to not be, uh, you know, part of this, and, um, and 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 that was totally fine by us. Like, we didn't question any further than that. You know, we just basically extended the invitation to them through 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 David, and um, you know, and, and David was the one that that really wanted to participate, and so it was just kind of left. Uh, I figured that was the case, but some pe some people uh, were curious about that, uh, so I just mm -hmm. wanted it on the record. I think you said something very profound that really hit me about this show um, in your interview with uh, TV Insider. You said, you know, you guys you guys are wrestling fans, and you're not trying to do a hit piece on professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, that is why I feel like this show works so well because. Even when you look at wrestling and some of these sort of very kind of unsettling, disturbing stories, wrestling fans can still be very, I guess, protective, but still, I guess, acknowledging while the industry has had its issues, you know, still having an appreciation for it in, in the people, in the performers they're in. And I feel like wrestling fans can feel that, and I feel like they can definitely feel that with this show. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's always been our hope. Um, you know, we, we, we definitely are, have always been huge fans. Jason and I have grown up as huge fans of wrestling. We're still obsessed with wrestling to this day. Um, you know, all the action figures we buy on a weekly basis, you know. Um, you know, we're still much very active into being wrestling fans, uh, you know, every day. And for us, you know, that's what got us into this. I mean, really, and that's what kind of guides us, was just our passion for wrestling um, and, and uh, making the show. And, you know, 
that being said, you know, we're just as wrestling fans are, especially hardcore wrestling fans, we're just as fascinated with the behind the scenes aspect as most are, you know, and, and that's what also drove us to wanting to make the show, just being so fascinated with the behind the scenes aspect of it. Because, you know, there is like drama that happens in the ring that's, you know, on the page, but then there's also this other dramatic emotional world that happens outside of the ring. And for us, it was like wanting to really explore that human side. And like the more interviews we did in, in season one, especially with family members, we always find that hearing from family members that haven't really gotten their voices heard uh, or haven't really put their voices out there, that seems to always be the more, the, like some of the more fascinating material. And so for us, it was just like this constant journey and like, like exploring the human side of all this like world that we love because it's, it is so fascinating, and wrestlers, you know, they just risk so much for this form of entertainment. You know, just stepping into the ring, and like, I, I, I'll admit, like, I've taken a few body slams over the course of making the show, and, and every time, I'm just, I, I can't believe that this is, like, what a lot of these guys put themselves through, you know? And, and so, for us, it was just, like, trying to balance and show just really like what the risk is and the human side of all of this, because there is so much to this world that's so unique to wrestling. That's really unlike any other form of entertainment or sport or otherwise. Even right now, you know, every sport in the world has basically shut down, but we still have, mm -hmm. we still have WWE and, and AEW on every week when, when, you know, when arguably it's not the safest time to be, to be doing that type of entertainment, but they're they're still going out there and performing for the fans. Exactly. Uh, I mean, so much. Yeah, again, risking so much. Season one was so good, and and it looks like you guys uh, are leaving it all. You, you guys are leaving it all in the ring, so to speak, for season two. But mm -hmm. we interviewed about a year ago, and you guys told me that Dino Bravo was the one you guys had started work on, but it didn't quite come together for season one. We are getting the Dino Bravo, <clears throat> excuse me, the Dino Bravo episode uh, for season two, so I'm very happy about that. Um, yeah. So was there a story for season two that maybe didn't come together for season that we could maybe see for season three? Gotta ask. <laughs> oh man, it's so hard to start thinking about season three, just in the fact that we're still finishing season two. Um, oh wow. But no, um, I can't think of like one particular story that like didn't come together. Um, there, there, there definitely were fallback stories that we had in place. If you know, just you, you, you just never know if you're going to get you know access to a story in, like in order to tell it in the best possible way. But we were fortunate enough that with the episodes we really wanted to tell and the ones we wanted to explore, at the end of the day, we were able to get pretty much everybody on board for what what became season two. Um, and, you know, with season one, it was, it, was, it was a different experience because we were supposed to make more episodes for season one, but then um, <clears throat> the, the, the order by the network was shortened, and so we had to kind of, you know, put a couple episodes on the shelf, which, thankfully, we've now been able to finish. So... Nothing, nothing that's really, we started work on that we weren't able to finish this time around. We're just still trying to finish the ones that uh, we are airing, so. Uh, so I'm in the middle of the New Jack episode now. I mean, this lineup for season two looks unbelievable, but 
I guess another important story we're getting this season is Owen Hart. And when I heard that that uh, Martha Hart, uh, Owen's widow, was was filming material for this show, I was shocked. Like I I I almost couldn't believe it. And I'm very grateful that she has come forward um, for this series. And I heard uh, from Talk Is Jericho that you guys had to think very carefully about what you were, when you were contacting her and corresponding with her, basically, um, you know, writing out your statements like an essay. Um, so I guess, can you talk a little bit about that process and did it shock you at all when uh, she agreed to come forward uh, and work on the show? Well, I mean, it was, you know, um, it was just a very like basic email that I had sent her about just, that, you know, that we really wanted to tell the story and have it be part of the show. And when she sent back her, her, she sent back like a number of questions for me to answer. And it wasn't, um, like, I was just really impressed by that. Like, I just, no one's ever really put us to that, to that before. And I, I just thought that was incredibly thoughtful. And it was also incredibly helpful, I think, for us to really be like, okay, because we know the Owen Hart story is a big, big, big story in the world of wrestling, but it kind of, it kind of forced us to really hone in like exactly how we wanted to tell the story and, 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 uh, the way we wanted to approach it, um, with all the sensitivities, uh, within that story. So for us, it was an amazing exercise. Like it was, it was, it was like really, really, really cool. And so I did that. And then, you know, once she responded to that, we actually got together and, we spent time uh, together um, in Calgary, which was just amazing. Like she's just such a, an amazing person, super, super, just, just really, really great person. And so was Oge, her son too, is incredible as well. And we just hit it off. And then it just, it just really felt like there was good trust between all of us in terms of telling the story and, and kind of working together in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that was, that was great. And so it was just a really good experience. It's one of the episodes that we're still finishing. Um, right now, um, you know, admits everything in the world, but, uh, it's one that I'm extremely proud of. I think where it's, how it's been progressing and coming along, I think it's definitely going to be an episode that viewers are definitely not going to want to miss. Well, Evan, I think that's about all our time we have for this interview, but I really appreciate your time. Um, I mean, I tell you, man, this show is blowing up. We got a weekly after show. Now we have Dino Bravo, New Jack, (laughs) Brawl for All, uh, Dr. D and David Schultz, Jimmy Snuka, um, LOD, the Rogue Warriors, and of course, Owen Hart. I can I cannot wait to see the rest of this season. I am so grateful we have this show running right now with everything going on in the world. Uh, th- this has been, um, I mean, if that premiere is any indication, I feel like we're in for quite a season two. And uh, I, I think you guys really tapped into something the wrestling zeitgeist and uh and I'm very glad you guys are on board for this for this incredible series and I hope I sincerely hope you guys get the award recognition you deserve uh oh, for that you. Chris Benoit episode um and and I hope people are listening to me when I say that because and cuz I'm I'm not I'm not messing around that that was an incredible superlative piece of work wow thank you so much wow it means so much Thank you so much. Uh, You are welcome, Evan, and uh, thank you for joining us. And this is Jeffrey Harris, and you've been listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast.